Hello everybody and welcome to the Film Review Central podcast with me, Kieran Goodins. I hope that you're all well. Yesterday I gave you my full thoughts without any giving away any spoilers for Marvel's latest film to be released into cinemas, the third film of Phase 4, Eternals. And I did mention at the end of that podcast then I will be ranking all 10 members of Etern- the Eternals group, which of course was the massive reason why we got this film. Now, there's obviously loads of Eternals out there, and the fact that they picked these 10, for me, was perfect casting, really, really great choices, because uh, they were all so different and so unique. But I felt like you know, they needed to be uh, put in a distinctive ranking order, and that is exactly what we're going to be doing here. Before we begin, I just want to say one thing: that this is just my personal ranking. These are these are characters that I enjoyed, that I was relate, that was relatable, had great performances. That is what I'm basing it on. But if you guys want to tell me your opinions on these ten characters and where you think these should be ranked, then go over to my Instagram, which is always active, FRC underscore podcast, and send me your ranking. That might even be a part of a podcast very, very soon. Right, let's get started. Coming in at number 10 is Ajak, played by Salma Hayek. She was the leader of the Eternals. Now, for me, she didn't have a problem. He was the leader, but was very, had a very, very short runtime uh, in the film. She did a few note. Notable part of the film, but felt very, very absent uh, within there. She was trying to be the voice of reason, but it never felt like it really came off very well, simply because nobody really listened to her and had her own theories. So for me, she was supposed to be the leader of this big group, but never felt like she had a prominent position inside of the film. So for me, that's why she has to be in last place. Coming in at number Nine is Makari, played by Lauren Ridloff. She was the first ever death superhero to be involved in the MCU. So taking my opinions about her away from this ranking, that is fantastic representation. And Lauren Ridloff is actually death in real life. So the fact that she um, was very, very well received inside of the film within the casting choice, I think that was fantastic and very, very positive. On the other hand, her character was was quite forgettable. She did have a few noticeable moments. She definitely had, you know, the, the best connections with everybody. She got on with everybody. But I felt, be, I felt that because she was introduced at the last when they were all teaming up, so she definitely didn't have a prominent place. I felt like they didn't really know what to do with her. They didn't have a, a progression uh, with her character because, you know, she sort of was really, really difficult. She couldn't do certain things, so the fact that that sort of prevented it. So for me, she didn't have a prominent place, but could do because she had some great chemistry with everybody else, and her character felt like she got on with everybody, which would have been interesting. Coming in at number eight, this might be a bit surprised uh, for you guys. This is Icarus, played by Richard Madden. He, his comedy was really, really off, simply because his character was so one-dimensional. He sort of got on my nerves a little bit as the film went on, because he had, you know, obviously really, really strong thoughts about what the Eternals should do, but they were sort of, you know, massively confusing and very mixed and very general. So the fact that his sort of whole opinions and his whole character art was based on something I didn't really enjoy, it had to be put in a very, very far down the list. The reason why this is not further down for me is because he did have some really great chemistry with Gemma Chan's character, Cersei, so he sort of felt like he had... 
you know that, that prominent part of it and also was was responsible for sort of bringing everybody back and sort of having you know different relationships with different people which i thought was was a, was a really really good way of doing it coming in at number seven is gil is a gilgamesh played by don lee he was the powerhouse of the eternals and Listen, I liked him. I thought he was good. He had some nice comedy moments. He, he had a really uh, sweet relationship with uh, Angelina Jolie's character, Fina. But it just wasn't used a lot. I felt like this character definitely could have been used in a, in a bit of a better way. I felt like he was always the sidekick of uh, Fina's character, despite their nice relationship. I felt like he didn't really have a, a prominent part of his story on his own. And I think his timely death in the film was you know very very short and very very abrupt and didn't really build upon that so for me his you know the fact that his passing didn't really wasn't really set up and wasn't really an emotional moment and then he didn't really have much else to do put it down quite low on the list coming in at number six is fastos played by by brian tyree henry the, he was fantastic. He brought some really great comedy moments in. He represented the LGBTQ community, which was fantastic representation for Marvel. Again, he, I felt like a lot of what he did was massive ex, exposition. It sort of felt like he was sort of the glue that sort of tied everything together and the progression of the story all went through him. I think it was nice the fact that they used that family dynamic element for him, which has obviously become more and more um, popular within gay characters in movies, which I'm a massive fan of. So Brian Tyree Henry definitely had a prominent place, but I think there was just better characters. Coming in at number five is Fina, played by Angelina Jolie. Her character progression was actually one of the slowest inside of the film, which was a really, really big disappointment simply because her multi-personalities sort of was introduced a lot earlier in the film, she definitely felt like a very emotional character. Her revelation sort of brought, you know, interesting parts of it, but I just think that progression was so slow. It sort of had to be put down low on the list. Jolie, I think, gave an absolutely fantastic performance, but I think her character, while she was very important at the beginning, sort of slowly faded into the background by the end. Coming in at number four is Sprite, played by Leah McHugh. She had a fantastic part in this film. I really do think that. I think what she did with, obviously, her current development, the ideas that she had and the emotions she felt, I thought was fantastic, uh, built in a fantasy element. But obviously, people do relate to her, but not really fitting in. She had great chemistry with everybody. She definitely felt like a character that could be explored um, a lot more, especially with the fact that the Eternals was left to sort of live their own lives. What was she getting up to? How... You know, how does she live uh, inside of this world? So I think that was a fantastic way. And also revelations came, kept coming out in terms of her character, which I think was really positive. Kicking us up in the top three is Kingo, played by Camille Nanjiani. He delivered all of the comedy elements in the film. Every bit of it was really, really funny. And his, his ideas was only really expressed inside the third act of the movie. I did personally think that some of his chemistry elements and some things there was never really understanding i don't really i think they decided to sort of go away from the comedy and into some seriousness which i wasn't a big fan of but i think 
the fact that Marvel have obviously lent into comedic characters within their films, he was definitely there. And Camille Nanjiani's career, I'm really closely assessing because I think he's done some great work. Missing out the top spot for me is Cersei, played by Gemma Chan. She obviously was the main part of the film she had. She felt like, you know, all of the actions inside the film sort of went through her. She was all, she was the character that obviously people, you know, loved. And she was, she was the good person inside and out. She had a, Gemma Chan played a fantastic performance. She definitely was very, very well casted, really good representative again. So I felt like Cersei had a very prominent place and she did that very, very well. And was very likeable and very relatable. The fact that oh, for the majority of the film, the audience is following her journey. But coming in at number one is Druig, played by Barry King. And I'm a massive fan in films that when a character's motives and character's ideas are so different to the rest of them, but you actually understand where he's coming from. He's got this power uh, to, to mind control people and make people believe a certain way. And the fact that he's doing that to make everybody perfect and all the world perfect, you sort of want that. You sort of envy his power and stuff like that, and he's using it personally for for the greater good. I think the performance was great. Uh, by the end, he sort of, you saw him having a bit of a love uh, interest, which I think was really, really cool. And I think it was a fantastic performance. I'm definitely looking at this actor, really interested about to see where he got next. His character was so multi-layered and I got every single part of it and ended up being a big, big fan. So that's why he is at number one. So that is, a, that is it for the ranking of all 10 members of the Eternals. Let me know what you think is your favourite character. Did you personally put Icarus there or Ajax, even though I put them a bit lower? Or do you agree with sort of a similar order or very, very different? I'd love to hear what you guys have to say. I will be doing a, a lot more podcasts uh, regarding the, the MCU. So if you're a big fan of that, there will definitely be a lot more uh, podcasts regarding this coming on very much later. And of course, this film will be included in the ranking of all of the films I've seen this year. So a lot of people are definitely going to be interested to see where this film involved. I don't know what my next podcast will be about, but I'm that you love. See you in a bit.